My name is Lincoln. Thanks for joining me once again. You're listening to That's the Truth. Coming right up is the audio recording of one of our live stream services from the House of God here in Montreal. You can watch the video recording on our Facebook page, Linked with God. That's L-I-N-K-E-D, with God. Or you can head on over to our YouTube channel, That's the Truth. If you have trouble finding that page, go to youtube.com, enter That's the Truth in the search bar, click on the filter button, which you'll see a little lower to the left of the search bar, then click on the channel button where you'll see the Bible icon that identifies our channel, That's the Truth, and that should appear right on top of the list. Click on the Bible icon where you'll then have access to all of our teachings on video. Please share these links with your friends and family so they too can be blessed with the Word of God as you are receiving it right now. This is how you can help me preach the gospel of Christ, salvation for this generation. Well, let's get right to it. Get your Bibles. There's a lot to read because God has a lot to say to us. Directly from the Word of God, you're listening to That's the Truth. Welcome, everyone. Hallelujah. It's good to be with you for the first time in 2021, or kind of the first time. I know for most of you, and what a year-end that was. Amen. I know for most of us, we started in 2020. We kind of ended a meeting, but this is the first time we're starting a meeting in 2021. Hallelujah. Let's give God some praise. Let's give God some glory. Amen. For the blessing that we have to be gathered together, assembled together with saints, with believers in the presence of God. Hallelujah. In his house today. Praise God. Amen. I welcome. Amen. All of you. Praise God. Amen. We're going to get ready for the word of God. Share this link. Now's a good time. Now's a the perfect time to share this link with your friends and family. I'm going to pray in a few seconds, so share this link. Remind people, hey, it's church time, it's Sunday, it's 5 p.m. time, whatever time it is, your way, wherever you're listening. Even if this is not live, share this link. So when I pray in about a minute, hallelujah, we'll have um, everyone that should be gathered together believing with me, agreeing together with me, hallelujah. Let's bless this new year as we move forward within the plan of God, within the will of God. So let's be found hallelujah in his presence glorifying him as the bible says he's worthy to be praised i know some of you are glad 2020 is behind us but hey we're still here and we're serving god and it doesn't matter what we went through god never did leave us nor he did forsake us this is the promise that he has given us jesus christ gives us that same promise so we have something to be thankful for hallelujah we are not forsaken hallelujah Praise God. Say it with me. We are not forsaken. Amen. I trust God today. Amen. I trust that you have the, the, the same testimony that I have, the same faith that I have, that we have not been forsaken. Praise God. God has given us this great salvation is what the Bible calls it. Amen. God has given, it says, how shall we neglect? So we're not here to neglect. We're here. Praise God. We're taking care of business. Hallelujah. We're taking care. We're doing what God wants us to do to praise him and to glorify him. We're not going to neglect this great salvation. Hallelujah. So having this great salvation, I mean, I trust that you have this testimony the same way that I have it. Praise God. God has not given us this great salvation just to lose it, just to end up somewhere by the wayside, just to end up. Amen. We're not losing. We're not victims. We are more than a conqueror. Praise God. We are victorious. Amen. Because of who strengthens us. Hallelujah. Praise God. I thank God. Amen. For that blessing. Praise God that we have right now. Amen. This is not a New Year's resolution. This is God. Praise God. Amen. Are you with me? 
Amen. A lot of people, they've made themselves promises and they're going to have a hard time just to keep track and to do them. Listen to what the prophet said in Jeremiah chapter 32. He says, Ah, Lord God. Verse 17. Jeremiah 32, verse 17. He says, Behold. Okay, now as, as I continue, we're talking about the Lord God. Okay? Amen. That's clear. Ah, Lord God, behold. Thou hast made the heaven and the earth by thy great power and stretched out arm. And there is nothing, read that last line with me, the last part of that verse. And there is nothing too hard for thee. Hallelujah. Praise God. Amen. Nothing too hard for thee. I thank God as we read it and as I apply it into my life, praise God, that's the God whom I serve today. Hallelujah. 2020 is gone. 2021, here it is. Praise God. And there is nothing. Hallelujah. I want you to have that confession today with me. And, and not so much just a confession to say it, but testify it. Amen. It's your testimony as you put it to work in your life. So you live it. Nothing's too hard. Hallelujah. So let's get ready to pray to a God who nothing is too hard for him. Hallelujah. Someone say amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. Heavenly Father, hallowed be thy name. I thank God today that we can come into your presence, but not just as an onlooker. If somebody's looking in, I trust they decide today to become, a, become your servant, become your daughter and your son. But this afternoon, we're not just onlookers. We're, we're participating. Hallelujah. We're doers, as the King James teaches us. And I thank God today, as the Bible says, to praise him on the organs. We're doing that on the stringed instruments. We're doing that on the cymbals, on the high-sounding cymbals. Lord, we're doing just that. Hallelujah. But some of us are at home. We don't have organs or drums, but we have the fruit of our lips. We've got two hands that we can clap. Our feet come off the ground. It says to serve the Lord in a dance. Praise God. I thank God we can do that. Sing unto him a new song. Shout unto the Lord with the voice of triumph. There is so much that we can do. Praise God. Hallelujah. And we're doing it at the start of this year that you've given us. It's the 3rd of January. Thank God for 2020. That's all behind us. Thank God you were there for us. You never did leave us. You never did forsake us according to your promise as it is written in your words. And I'm thanking you for it today. Hallelujah. Lord, I thank God for the last meeting we had. Amen. My brothers and sisters from across this nation, we came together. It didn't matter what time it was. It doesn't matter how late it was getting. Praise God. We kept serving you. Hallelujah. We started in the old year and we made it all the way into the new year. And here we are in your presence to give you praise and to give you glory. I thank God today. Praise God. None of us, we're not ashamed of the gospel of Christ for it is the power of God that's in us. Hallelujah. Amen. The power of God unto salvation and that salvation is in us to the Jew first and to the Greek, amen, for therein lieth the righteousness, and now we can live by faith, praise God, amen, faith unto faith, faith to faith, praise God, I thank God for that blessing, praise God that we have today, we're not walking in fear, amen, but we walk in faith, hallelujah, we're not walking according to the ordinances of this world, but we're walking by the ordinances which have been written on that heart of flesh, the ta fleshly tables that you've given us. Praise God, where your commandments and your precepts are. Praise God, I thank God for the word. Hallelujah, for we live by every word which proceedeth out of your mouth. 
Thank you, Jesus. Lord, amen. I thank God today that there is word proceeding. Hallelujah. As we open up our Bibles, as we open up the mouth of God, words shall proceed. Hallelujah. Now I pray for ears to be open as these words are spoken, as God speaks to us, as the Spirit of God ministers unto us. I pray that our ears will be open to hear. Hallelujah. That our eyes will be open to see. That our hearts will be open to receive. For as many as received him, as many as received Jesus Christ, he gave them power to be the sons and the daughters of God, children of God today. Thank God for power in my brother. Thank God for power in my sister. In the name of Jesus. All my brothers and all my sisters. Praise God. And my, my sister that needs healing in her body, power right now. This power not only saves, but by his stripes ye are healed in the name of Jesus. Blessed be his holy name. Hallelujah. Whatever we need. I thank God today, praise God, that we're in good shape. We have good health, good prosperity, good finances, a sound mind, a good heart. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, we give you the praise and the glory for what Jesus has done. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise his holy name for what he has done. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. For what he has done. Hallelujah. And now we give him the praise and the glory for his promises. What's in store for us in the next few minutes, in the next few hours, in the next few days. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Amen. I thank God your word. It has been spoken. All we have to do is to accept it, to believe it, to receive it. Amen. To declare it. And there it shall be done. We shall see it come to pass. Hallelujah. In the lives of my brothers and sisters, this is how I pray. As we start this brand new year, this is a blessed year. We're, amen. We're, we're blessed because we are children of, uh, children of promise. We're joint heirs and co-heirs with Jesus Christ, your son. Amen. And I thank God this makes a difference in our lives. This makes a difference in the life of my sister. And this makes a difference in the life of my brother. In the name of Jesus, praise God. I thank God for the souls which were added to the kingdom of God these past few months by ways of this technology, by the podcast by the video, video programs that have been playing online. We give you the praise and the glory in the name of Jesus. There's more to come. Devil, you lost ground in 2020. Get ready to lose more ground in 2021 because we are standing with more courage. We are standing with more zeal. We are standing with more power in the name of Jesus. Praise God. We know the time is running out. Hallelujah. And we're not just going to sit on our behinds and watch the world go to hell. We're going to stand up and lift up that scepter of righteousness in the name of Jesus. We're going to preach Jesus Christ in him crucified. We're going to lift up the Son of Man, and he will draw. Hallelujah. All men and women, souls that will be saved in the name of Jesus. I claim it now for the kingdom of God that thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven in the name of Jesus. Praise God for the will of God today. Hallelujah. Thank God, amen, for a book that we have in our hands today. Praise God where we know what the will of God is in our life. Praise God. Thank God for your prophets that prophesy. Amen. So we know the will of God. Hallelujah. Which is, amen, today and which is to come in the name of Jesus. Praise God. Lord, as we stand hallelujah thank God Jesus that you built your church amen on this rock hallelujah in the name of Jesus praise God and it doesn't matter what it is that comes against us no weapon shall prosper amen every tongue shall fail that comes against us it shall be denied in the name of Jesus praise God to the very gates of hell hallelujah praise God hallelujah shall not prevail against us thank you Jesus for your church thank you Jesus for building Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Chief cornerstone, head of the body of Christ. Amen. It's all because of Jesus. 
For the wages of sin are death, but the, but the gift of God is eternal life through Christ Jesus our Lord. I thank you for that gift. I thank you for that gift. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. I shall never forget. Praise God. I shall never forget what Jesus has done. He left his throne in glory and came amongst his own. His own rejected him. His own received him not. But I'm here, Lord. I receive. I want that gift of eternal life. That whosoever believe in him shall not perish. Praise God. Hallelujah. But shall have everlasting life. Thank God for my brothers and sisters today, whoever's within the sound of my voice, everyone listening today, as, as I praise you, Heavenly Father, as I glorify you, Heavenly Father, when I think of your goodness, my soul shouts out, Hallelujah! Amen. My soul cries, Hallelujah! And I trust I'm not alone. I don't hear my brother and I don't hear my sister. Amen. But the shout is coming up. Hallelujah. From the East Coast to the West Coast. Hallelujah. That shout. Accept it now. That sacrifice. Amen. The fruit of our lips continually giving you praise. Accept it. That it be acceptable. Receive it, Lord, from my brother and from my sister. Hallelujah. Praise God. As we give you this gift today, praise God, our sacrifices. Amen. Hallelujah. As we give you what we have, our offerings and our sacrifices, a more excellent gift than that was of Abel, than Abel gave. Hallelujah. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. The fruit of our lips, because there's life in us, to say thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise God. A sacrifice that is acceptable, well-pleasing unto you. Hallelujah. We're not going to hold back. Whatever we did in 2020, we'll take it into account. And we plan and we aim to do more this year. Your son, Jesus Christ, didn't hold back. Someone say, thank you, Jesus. There was no holding back. Jesus came and he did the will. It is finished. Hallelujah. Was his parting words in the flesh. Praise God. We're not going to hold back. Give him praise and give him glory. Thank you, Jesus. Our tithes, our offerings, our testimonies, our preaching. Hallelujah. Our witnessing, our sowing the seed. In the name of Jesus, praise God. We're not holding back. In Jesus' name, praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Give my brothers and sisters the strength, this vision, this, amen, the zeal, praise God, to move forward, to press on, praise God, to that calling. To run with patience the race which is set before us, and to lay aside every weight in the sin which this easily beset us. It's all around us. Hallelujah. But it's, it will not trip us up. It won't get in the way. Hallelujah. We run with patience. Praise his holy name. Thank you, Jesus. We press toward the prize. Hallelujah. Press toward the mark, rather, for the prize. Amen. We press toward that mark in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. And doesn't matter what's going on around us. Hallelujah. My two hands are to the plow, and I shall not look back. Praise God. This is how we start this year, and I give you all the praise in all the glory. I thank God for my brothers and sisters listening. Praise God. I'm not standing here alone. Hallelujah. With one or two to my side, but we are dozens in the name of Jesus. Praise God. Hallelujah. Many. Praise God. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Lord, I pray these things 
Amen. Praise his holy name. Amen. Hallelujah. One last thing as the word of God is about to be preached, anointed in the name of Jesus. Let these words, amen, as we read it, as they come forth from your mouth, Lord, in the name of Jesus, through mine, it shall find its way into good ground. Somehow, one way or the other, I come against whatever will choke it, whatever will dry it up from the heat. In the name of Jesus, it's good ground. It's not on rock. It's good ground. Not on the rocks. Good ground today. I claim good ground for every word which proceedeth out of the mouth of God. Find its way. There's going to be root growing downward and the fruit growing upward. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus, as we get ready to receive your word, it shall be preached under the anointing of the Holy Ghost into good ground. Into good ground. Do you believe that with me? Say amen. Thank you, Jesus, for good ground. Hallelujah. Look down at your feet and say, praise God for good ground. Hallelujah. Amen. I'm standing on good ground. Praise God. Amen. That ground is so good. It's the solid rock. His name is. That's good ground. Amen. The winds blow. The storms, the clouds, they lift up and they huff and they puff and they do whatever they want. And when the devil's all said and done, here I am, my house still stands. Hallelujah. Praise God. Amen. Hasn't been moved. Hasn't been pers persuaded one way or the other. Hallelujah. Doesn't rock back and forth. Amen. The Bible gives us all these examples that we have. Praise God. Amen. Still standing on the rock. Hallelujah. There is a good testimony to start 2021 with. Amen. Still standing on the rock. Amen. Hallelujah. Serve God today. Amen. Serve the Lord with gladness. Serve the Lord with the fruit of your lips. Praise God. Do what the Bible says. Psalm 100 says to come into his presence with thanksgiving, entering through his gates. Serve the Lord with gladness. Hallelujah. Praise God. Amen. So do that before you sit down. If, if for those of you standing as I prayed, praise God. You're on your feet. That's a good position. Praise God as the Bible says. Hallelujah. But serve the Lord with gladness, not sadness. Amen. Serve the Lord. Hallelujah. Shout unto him with the voice of triumph. Praise God. We're victorious 2021. Hallelujah. A year of the grace of God. Praise God. Amen. A year of God's grace and God's mercy. Praise God. Hallelujah. For those who are saved, calling upon the Lord. Praise God. It's a good day. This is the day which the Lord hath made. We shall rejoice and we shall be glad in it. Hallelujah. The last prophet coming out of the Old Testament, John pointed at Jesus Christ and said, Behold the Lamb of God. Hallelujah. The voice of one crying in the wilderness. Hallelujah. His name is, we may as well make that clear right from the start. As we get ready to read our Bibles, we're going to be talking about Jesus Christ. I've been washed in his blood. Hallelujah. There's no other blood out there. Amen. That will wash you of your sins. Amen. There's no other blood that redeems. Amen. There's no other. Hallelujah. There's the, the atonement comes through Jesus Christ in his blood. Praise God. He died for me. Hallelujah. His name again is Jesus Christ. Amen. He died for me. Someone say for me. Amen. He died for me. Praise God. And I thank God that Jesus Christ is my Lord and Savior. Praise God. There is no other name. You can read this in Acts chapter 4, verse 12. There's no other man. There's no other name. Hallelujah. So this today, I have one purpose, one goal, and that is to preach Jesus Christ 
and him crucified. Hallelujah. Thank you so much for joining with me. Hallelujah. A little bit of praise, a little bit of worship. Thank God for this atmosphere. So the anointing of God, the spirit of God is true worshipers. Worship him in spirit and in truth is what the Bible says. And the Bible teaches us where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. Hallelujah. So when we open up the word of God in a few minutes, there's going to be a full liberty, 100%. Amen. A fresh oil, a fresh anointing. As we get ready to receive the word of God, we open it up and we're free to receive. Hallelujah. So many times you read the scriptures, you can take the Bible and put it right up somebody's nose and they won't receive it. They won't understand that. Ah, they, they, they don't want to hear anything about it. Amen. It's like Jesus Christ, when a man got off his throne and, and he goes up, he says, what is truth? He's looking, at, he's looking at truth right in his eyes. He says, what is truth? He could have reached out and touched truth right on the nose. Could have shook the hands of truth. Still didn't recognize that truth was standing right in front of him. His name is Jesus. I am the truth. Praise God. But I guess there was a little bit of influence from all those false witnesses. Oh, they were telling liars and wine bibber. All he does is drink with sinners and publicans. That's who he hangs out with. Well, it's a good thing. Sinners need Jesus Christ. Amen. Thank God. Jesus did. He said, I didn't come. He says, he says a doctor doesn't come around to heal the healthy. Amen. Jesus said, I didn't come. Amen. For those who are right. He says, I came for the sinners. Praise God. That's me. Hallelujah. Amen. And I thank God. Amen. That he didn't come. And if you read John 3 and the 17th verse. Hallelujah. Praise God. He came for salvation, not condemnation. Hallelujah. So today, in Christ Jesus, there is therefore now no condemnation to those, to them, to you and I, who are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh. Amen. I just finished singing. Amen. I walk a brand new walk. Not after the flesh, but I walk after the Spirit. Hallelujah. Praise God. Amen. And I thank God. Amen. That spiritual walk will lead unto life. Amen. His name is, amen. Are you on your way to life? Are you on that way which leadeth unto life? Few there be that find it. Thank God you're of the few. Hallelujah. Praise God. Blessed be his holy name. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Someone say thank you, Jesus. Amen. I'm thankful all the days of my life. Praise God. Let's get ready to receive with the word of God. Share this link before you sit down or get into the position to receive. For some of you, it's supper time. For some of you, it's after supper. It's dessert time. For some of you, it's the middle of the afternoon. Praise God. But whatever you do, amen, let's take care of our souls for the next few minutes and receive and get ready to receive for what God has for you and I. So share this link. Help me preach. Help me evangelize. Praise God. Was God not faithful 365 days in 2020? Amen. All the days. I sang it a few times. Amen. My voice is a little tired. I'm not sure if my voice is fully recovered from Thursday night, from Friday morning. Hallelujah. For those of you who are with us, it was a blessing to have that communion. Praise God. And then the past couple of hours, in the, I brought forth this message in French for my French brothers and sisters and friends who were listening. Praise God. So I thank God that, amen. As the Bible says, I'll never leave you nor forsake you. So I'm good to go. I want to make sure you have a Bible in your hands. Praise God. Get ready to receive. Get ready to open up the word of God. Hallelujah. This is going to get us, prepare us for what is to come. If you notice the title, it says prophecy prepares. 
Hallelujah. So thank God for his word. We're going to spend some time looking at what God, not only what God has done for us, but what he will do for us. Praise God. So in a couple minutes, we're going to begin reading from Matthew chapter 24, directly from the word of God. So get your Bibles, get your Bibles, get your Bibles. Before we do that, share this link. You're going to see some links that will appear in the comment section. If you click on them now, then you'll leave us. Hallelujah. You don't want to do that. You want to stay with us for the message. But at the end of the broadcast or at the end of this program, you can click on the links. There'll be more preaching or more videos that you can watch. Keep you in the Word of God. We've got to stay in the Word of God. We can't let... When Jesus said, man shall live by every word which proceedeth out of the mouth of God... In, in 10 days, I turned 59, so my mom said I began reading a Bible when I was, just before I was five years old or somewhere around there. So that shows you how long that I have been reading the Bible. I thank God for every word, but there's still more word for me. Praise God. My resource is infinite because the God whom I serve is infinite. I'm not going to run out. If I'm going down, I'll never get to the depth. If I'm going up, I'll never get to the height. If I'm going this way, I'll never get to the length. If I'm going this way, I'll never get to the breadth. Amen is what the Bible teaches me. Or maybe it's breadth that way and length this way. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter which way you go. Amen. It's the unsearchable riches of God. Praise God. And as we look at the Word today, as we start a brand new year, there's, there's still more words. Someone say more word. Hallelujah. Praise God. Amen. More. When Jesus said, give us this day our daily bread. So I thank God for this day, January the 3rd. This is a live program. If you're listening to this tomorrow or next week or next month, this is where this is being recorded on the 3rd of January, three days into 2021. And God has not changed, nor has his word changed for either, either for, it doesn't matter, the Old Testament, New Testament, what has, amen, God is there for us according to his word. And I thank God as we get into it, Hallelujah, as we dig in. Amen. There's a song I've been singing for years, launch out into the deep as we get into the deep things. Amen. Into the, into the riches of God. Hallelujah. That's why, as, as I said, share this link and subscribe and help me preach this gospel. Help me to evangelize. Amen. To get onto the different social platforms that we have. Hallelujah. Praise God. That's available for us that we're using. Amen. And share it multiple times. This message will connect. With people, praise God, as the year ended and started, and we still don't have good news. For someone who expected good news for 2021, well, we'll keep waiting, I hope, but amen. Here's good news right here in my hand. The Word of God, the Bible, that's good news. The gospel, hallelujah, that's what the definition of gospel is. It's good news, hallelujah, and we're going to be looking at good news this afternoon, praise God. So I welcome each and every one of you. It is with the joy of the Lord that... I have uh, it, this honor, this blessing to come into your houses, into your systems, however you're listening to me or watching me, to minister the Word of God, to um, lead you in, into uh, what God has for us today. Hallelujah. Praise God. I don't know if tomorrow is going to show up, if tomorrow is there for any of us. It may be there for most of us, maybe it's one of us, or I don't know. Amen. We don't know. And what we're going to read today, if you notice the title where it says that prophecy prepares, we have got to be ready. Amen. We've got to be ready for tomorrow. We've got to be ready for the onslaught of the enemy, the devil that comes against us. We've got to be ready for God's plan because God has had a plan for a very long time before he even formed this earth, formed this world. And this is what we're going to look at. God's plan has been set in motion. 
Amen. God's plan is, amen, it's already, we see it laying out. Hallelujah. If you read the Bible, if you've read it from cover to cover, about 30% of this book or close to 30% is prophecy. Amen. And that's why I would say, amen, about three quarters of that 30% has already, it's been prophesied and it has come to pass, if not up to 80% of what has been prophetically spoken. Hallelujah. And so far, God has not missed his mark. God has not missed his word. Whether you read prophet Jeremiah, prophet Isaiah, prophet Daniel, prophet Moses, prophet Joel, prophet Hosea, prophet Habakkuk, prophet Malachi, prophet Zechariah, prophet Zephaniah. It doesn't matter who you read through the scriptures. That who, men who have prophesied. Women who have prophesied. Amen. That, those words have come to pass. So when I find something, and we're going to read this this afternoon, this evening, when I find something that has been prophesied, eh, I'm quite positive, amen, I have 100% assuredness and confidence that, oh, it said it, it's going to happen. And some things has been said, it just has not happened yet. Hallelujah. So I know 2020 was one of those years where there was a lot of uncertainty, and there still remains a lot of uncertainty. And I've had several people, not only in this ministry, but outside of this ministry, my friends as well, come to me and say, what does the Bible have to say or what's going to happen next or, and such? And sometimes when we open up the book of Revelations, it's, it's such a complicated read or it's so complex. Most of us have read it by faith and we go, okay, uh, well, maybe one day I'll get back to it and get some more understanding. And several people have asked me, you know, for certain events, what's first, what's next, what's to come? Uh, are we caught up pre-tribulation or are we caught up mid-tribulation or are we caught up post-tribulation or uh, do we have to refuse the mark or are we going to get the mark or hey, right now we're wearing masks thank god we're not wearing marks amen we can take a mask off if you have, if you're living through the time of the of the mark of the beast you'll if you accept that mark you won't be able to take it off so I can buy and sell if I put a mask on but once I've bought and once I've sold I take my mask off thank you Jesus 2021 I don't have to wear it permanently. Amen. So we're going we're gonna to be looking at this. It's probably going to take us several weeks, probably two, three, four weeks as we go through today. Pretty well, I'm going to lay a foundation and something very important that Jesus gave us in Matthew chapter 24. So um, I thank God for his word. Thank God for Jesus Christ. Amen. And thank God for this book. Praise God. The difference between this book and any other book, I don't, and I'm not talking about, you know, some 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 crime story or some, those, those are books, I'm talking religious books. There's lots of religious books out there. The difference between my Bible and any other, every other book that is in this world is prophecy. The fact that prophecy has been fulfilled and that's what separates my Bible. This is what keeps this, this book alone for what it is, for who, who the words have come from, amen, than any other religious book in the world. Fulfilled prophecy. Doesn't matter what religion or what sect or what you may believe in or what whatever man or woman has said mary baker eddie buddha the dalai lama Mohammed, they've all said things they've all whatever anyways it's, i thank god for jesus let's lift him up today praise god he died for us all these men and women they died but they didn't die for me didn't even know i existed Amen. But we read, hallelujah, when we were having communion, we were blessed three days ago, praise God, amen, that even while yet I was in my sin, he did die. Hallelujah, praise God. 
Amen. I thank God. That's the God of whom I serve today. Praise God. So let's get ready to read. Open up your Bibles in Matthew 24. Praise God. Share this link in the next 30 seconds. And everyone else, even if you don't comment, if, and I know you're listening, I welcome you into the presence of God. I trust you have your Bible. Matthew chapter 24. Let's get ready to read. That's why it's important to share this link. Hallelujah. Praise God. And those, those who will be joining in mid-broadcast, well, we'll welcome you by faith. Hallelujah. Welcome you by faith. Praise God. Amen. So today is a little bit of a foundation that we're going to look at. So get your Bibles. Matthew chapter 24 and verse 44. Everything that we are going to learn, everything that we learn today and following two, three Sundays as we look at this uh, prophecy that prepares or we look at prophecies, plural, that prepares as we look at the Word of God that prepares us, everything is based on this verse. Matthew 24, verse 44. Therefore, this is the words of Jesus Christ. Therefore, be ye also ready. I don't know what you can do with whatever you're reading, if it's paper and ink, if you can underline it with a red or highlight it with yellow, blue, whatever. If it's technical, uh, uh, not technical, digital, Make it, it's important. I think you get the message. If you can change the color or underline it, put a star in the margin or an arrow. Therefore, be ye also ready, for in such an hour as ye think not, the Son of Man is coming. The Son of Man cometh. Hallelujah. And his name is? Praise God. When Peter received the revelation... Jesus was saying, who do you think I am? Who do they say I am? And people have all kinds of ideas of who he is. But if I was to summarize Jesus Christ, the first word comes to my mind, salvation. Hallelujah. He's my Savior. He's my Lord. Amen. The revelation which Peter received, he says, for thou art the Christ. The son of the living God. Hallelujah. When you read John 3.16, it says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. Now we're down to one. One son. Hallelujah. And that sticks, amen, as far as the theme of one goes. One son, one way, one truth, one life, one baptism, one spirit. Hallelujah. Praise God. So there's no, amen, to alleviate all manner of confusion because there's all kinds of confusion. There's even confusers from a, different, from a different culture that may have or may have said a few words but did not die, did not shed blood for you and I. So Jesus said, and this is what I stand on today, Jesus said, Peter, flesh and blood hath not revealed this unto you. Praise God. Thank God for the spirit of the living God that will reveal. He said, flesh and blood hath not revealed this unto you. But he says, this, this, this revelation has come from heaven. And he said, now Peter, upon this rock, I shall build. I will build. Who builds? To begin with. Say his name. Who's building? Jesus. Jesus says, I will build my church. What's he building? My church. No, not just any church. Jesus says, I will build my church. There may be a lot of other churches running around 
we're being built on this earth, but thank God for Jesus Christ who says, I will build my church. Hallelujah. Amen. That's why I have no other purpose but to preach Jesus Christ and him crucified. He's the builder. This is his church. Amen. I thank God for this. And with this, when, when we look at these scriptures now, Jesus is telling us, therefore be ye also ready. For what? The gates of hell. Amen. This is what Jesus was telling his disciples. He says, I will build my church and the gates of hell shall not. N-O-T. Shall not. If you're pasting this verse in the comment section, put N-O-T all in capital letters. Shall not. It doesn't say shall maybe. Shall once and all. It says, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. Now that's a good church. Someone say amen. Amen. It's a good church because Jesus Christ is building that church. Hallelujah. So I thought you were going to talk about the end times. Yeah, I'm getting you set up for what's about to come. You need Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. So you'd be in the right place at the right time. But I want you to know what Jesus Christ has done, what has allowed us to get to where we are today, right now. Hallelujah. Because of what Jesus Christ has done. Amen. Thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God. Thank God for the Christ. Amen. The anointed one. Hallelujah. Amen. I, I was working and somebody, you know, used the, you know, the name, JC, they JC'd in vain. And then we got, well, what's, amen, is that his first name and his last name? This is how little teaching they had. And I said, no, Christ is not his last name. It's Jesus, the anointed one. Jesus, who received, amen, confirmation from his Father in heaven. This is my son in whom I am well pleased. Hallelujah. Amen. Coming up out of the waters, he had the earthly ordinances of water dripping off him. And then as descending as a dove, amen, was the spirit from heaven. Confirmed, amen, on the earth and confirmed from heaven, this is my son and the voice. Hallelujah, that they heard, this is my son. His name is, hallelujah, in whom I am well pleased, praise God. Amen. You read this, the last few verses of Matthew chapter 3 or Luke chapter 3. Either chapter gives us this reference. Hallelujah. And then along comes the devil a few verses later, very early in Matthew chapter 4, Luke chapter 4. If thou be the son of God, hey, why don't you shut up? Didn't you hear what God just says? This is my son. And here comes the devil. If you be the son. What do you mean, if you be the son? Did you hear the report, the confirmation that comes from heaven? This is my son. No ifs, no buts. It's immutable because God said it. Hallelujah. Amen. You can try to shake the rock. You can try to shake that foundation if you want. But it's unshakable. It's unmovable. It's immutable. And therein I stand today. Hallelujah. Are you with me? Amen. The devil can use all his ifs. He can be running around and say whatever he wants to say. But I thank God today, Jesus Christ, he is Lord of my life. Praise God. My shepherd whom I follow, I'm sticking close by. I don't want to be like Peter who followed afar off. When you read it in the Bible and he begins denying, he's trying to warm himself up around this fire and his people around him begins denying Christ. The Bible says that he wasn't close enough. He, followed, uh, he was too, a little bit too far away. Jesus was still looking at him. Amen. He denied once, twice, three times. Then he hears the sound. Oh, that's the sound of the rooster. He looks over. I wonder if, oh yeah, he is looking right at me. 
Amen. Read it. Amen. Peter, I don't know if he realized what he was doing, but after it was said and done, it was too late. He looked around. Oh, there he is. But Jesus said, Peter, I'm praying for you. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. You get into John chapter 17. He says, Father, this is Jesus on his knees praying for you and I. He says, Father, I pray, for not, I pray not for them who are in this world, but I pray for them which you have given me. Hallelujah. Praise God. Amen. We have been made a God has chosen us. Hallelujah. You can read this in John 15, 16. Jesus said, ye have not chosen me, but I have chosen you and ordained you that ye should go and bring forth fruit and that your fruit should remain. Hallelujah. Not just show up on Sundays. That whatsoever ye shall ask in the name of the, whatsoever ye shall ask the Father in my name, he may give it you. Amen. You jump into Acts chapter 2, the 21st verse, where it says, and, the, and it shall come to pass that whosoever. Hallelujah. Amen. This is the preaching. Amen. Shortly after Jesus has ascended, whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord shall be saved. Have you called today? Acts 2 in the 21st verse, it says, and it shall come to pass that whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Hallelujah. I'm giving you today a description. I am, um, what, what's, what's another word I should use? I am proclaiming Jesus Christ for who he is as the Son of God. Amen. He was falsely accused as they come around. He's a gluttonous man. Yeah, that's what, that's man's report, but the report, I believe, he's a wine-bibber. Again, that's what man's got to say, blah, 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 blah. He's got publicans and sinners for friends. Good, that's how you get them saved. Hey, man, I'm glad that Jesus Christ didn't come and just hang out with the self-righteous bunch that were sitting there saying, ah, we don't need the Messiah, we don't need that Savior, we don't need whoever, whoever, whoever he is or whatever. Hey, man. He did not come into the world to condemn the world, the Bible says, but that through him or by him the world may be saved. Hallelujah. It's a sinner that needs salvation. Amen. This is who Jesus Christ is. And when we find out, he says, there's a choice that God is making. People think that they can just show up on their own time, say, oh, y'all, here I am, all busted, bruised up, poor, family gone, lost my job, messed up. Banged up, face down, face in the gutter. Oh, I guess I need God. If God, if you feel that pull right now, today is the day, now is the time of salvation. Unless you repent of your sins, God will not accept you. God is his choice. I can confirm this more scriptures. 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 13. But we are bound to give thanks always to God for you, brethren, beloved of the Lord, because God hath chosen. Amen. From the beginning, God hath from the beginning chosen you. Thank you, Jesus. I don't know if you can still be sitting down. Some of you ought to be up off your seat saying, he chose me from the beginning. God has chosen you to salvation. Hallelujah. People think they can show up on their own time at their own dime 
and come to God and say, yeah, here, I'm, take me. Romans chapter 12, verses 1 and 2, I beseech you, brethren, by the mercies of God. Thank God for his mercies that are upon us today. Lord, be merciful unto me, a sinner. That's how you come to God. And when God says, when you read Romans 12, it says, I beseech you, brethren, by the mercies of God. This is Paul beseeching his brethren. Paul beseeching his, his brethren, the, the Jews that would not accept him for who he is, thinking that there's another one coming. He has come, sent by his Father, sent by God, he has come. His name is Jesus Christ. And Paul says, I beseech you, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God, for this is your reasonable service. Hallelujah. Because God is making us a choice. Because God is making us his choice. Praise God. I give you more. Ephesians 1, verse 4. According as he hath chosen us in him before the foundation of the world, according as he hath chosen, underline the word, according as he hath chosen us, Jesus said, I'm the one who does the choosing. He says, you have not chosen, I have chosen you. Hallelujah. Praise God. Some of you sitting there, some of us be finding hearts that you got to go back 20 years, thank God, 30 years. Amen. Some just a few months, but you go way back and say, God, did God really meet for the master's use? Begin to mold you and to shape you. Hallelujah. Sanctified him and meet for the master's use. Back to Ephesians 1 verse 4, according as he hath chosen us in him before the foundation of the world. So when I get into prophecy in a few minutes, when I get into what God has set in motion, what God has, amen, what God has laid out, listening at home brother and sister be sure to, that you are found within the center of God's will don't work against them hallelujah when fire moved the Israelites got fire is moving we got to go with God let's not be left behind in the desert hallelujah you know how long it would take three million people to pack up and plus children pets and animals and everything else why because God is moving Hallelujah. And today God's moving. His plan is moving forward. We, as we see it unfolding, it's not, the, it's not the headlines that shocks me or surprises me because I've already read it. Amen. People come say, that's an old history book. This book's not worth nothing. It's just, this is history before it was even written. If you want to call it a history book, listen to me. It's history before it was even written prophesied by a God, amen, who is in control by a God who has set everything into motion, praise God. And I just want to be, as Jesus himself, God's only son, on his knees says, well, you know, not my will, but thy will. Thank God for the will of God, not the will of anybody's flesh. Amen. Jesus is not my will. He said, this cup is going to be tough. Uh, amen. Jesus left this throne of glory. I brought this up three nights ago before we had communion. Amen. That Jesus knew what he was getting into. Jesus knew as he would leave this throne and come down amongst his own, his own would receive him not. Amen. Jesus knew that he would come down. He would be mistreated. He would be falsely accused. He would be beaten. He would be battered. He would be whipped. He would be, uh, he, they, they would come against him. They, they would deny him on top of it all. See, they would sell him out for 30 pieces of silver. Jesus knew all that, but he left uh, his throne and glory that you and I may be saved today. Praise God. Amen. Before he left, before he got up off his throne. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Before he got up off his throne to come down, to be abused and to be misused. We're reading it here in Ephesians 1 verse 4. 
This is before the foundation of the world that we should be holy and without blame before him in love, having predestinated us, verse 5, unto the adoption of children by Jesus Christ to himself. According to, listen to the last few words in verse 4, according to the good pleasure of his will. Someone say his will. Hallelujah. This is his will. Praise God. Amen. Like I said, come to God and say, God, be merciful unto me. That's how it starts. Because this is his will. This is his plan. Hallelujah. I'll give you one more verse before we move on. 1 Peter chapter 2 in the ninth verse. God is choosing you. You're listening at home. God's choosing you. If you haven't made that choice, then what do I got to do? Repent of your sins. Out the door. Amen. Say, God, God, I know I'm a sinner. I don't want to sin anymore. Out the door goes fornication. Amen. Adultery. Out the door goes swearing, blasphemy. Amen. Whatever perversions that this world has that you're hooked on or addicted to. Amen. It ceases and it stops now because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Praise God. The greater one is in me. Hallelujah. Amen. It doesn't matter what church or Sunday school you come from when they tell you you can't, you can't, you can't. Well, that's what man and woman says. That's what the Sunday school teacher says. But God says, yes, with man you cannot. But yes, with me, with God, these things are possible. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his, and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. You just have to seek the right thing. Amen. I'm not going after religion. I'm seeking first the kingdom of God. And what's going to get me into his kingdom is his son, Jesus Christ. No man cometh unto the Father, but by me. I am the way, the truth, and the life. Hallelujah. This is Jesus Christ. Praise God. First Peter 2. Hallelujah. A little bit of water. I'll be ready to go. Praise God. Round two against the devil. Hallelujah. Because we're going to knock him out tonight. If he's going to stick around, amen, we'll put him under our feet. Hallelujah. Listen to what Peter wrote. First Peter chapter 2 in the ninth verse. But ye are a chosen. Talking about God's choice. A chosen generation. Hallelujah. Now, the reason why I'm reading this thing, I thought you were supposed to read like Revelations. We're going to get into like the, the, the horsemen of the, of the apocalypse or the mark of the beast or the antichrist. And hey, we're going to get into that. But let's find out, first of all, who we are. As God has chosen us, he's not going to leave you and I hanging. Hallelujah. In the balance. Without aid, without help, without... This is why I'm starting. I know I started in Matthew chapter 24 to be ready. But I just want you to know that, amen, God, God has given us everything that you and I need to be ready. His name is Jesus. Hallelujah. Examples of the Old Testament. Amen. When we get to read, find out what, amen, how God, God has chosen you. Hallelujah. You stick with him. You stick with this plan. God's choice. Amen. Thank God for his calling. Many are called. Few are chosen. Praise God. But the few that are chosen, now we get into the elect. Hallelujah, as we read here, Peter says, but ye are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood and holy nation, a peculiar people, that ye should show forth the praises of him who hath called you out of darkness over into his marvelous light. His name is Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise God. We're going to look at prophecy, but 
I want you to know that in, your fa- in, in, in our Father's hands, praise God, we're not going to be plucked out, knocked out. Hallelujah. God has a plan for you and I. Praise God. Amen. I thank God for who Jesus is. And if that choice, amen, the Bible teaches us you either receive Jesus or you reject Jesus. There's no middle ground. There's no neutral ground. Hallelujah. Before I continue, share this link with your friends and family. Amen. For those of you just joining us, we're going to look into prophecy. But right now, what I've been teaching on what I've been dwelling, this is, this is not even the introduction. This is the introduction of my introduction. Hallelujah. I'm introducing Jesus Christ. Good to see you, my brother Keith. Praise God. Hallelujah. All the way back to Central Newfoundland. Amen. Sister Ruby. Praise God. Thanks for joining us. Share this link. Hallelujah. So others, amen, others joining us, if I don't see you in the section, in this comment section, amen, thank God for being with us. We started reading in Matthew chapter 24, where Jesus said, therefore be also ready. Ready for what? Well, we'll get to that. But I want you to know, praise God, because we're going to look at some examples, because it's coming, amen. And if you're not prepared, you ought to be scared. That's what I wrote in my, my notes in my Bible, either. amen. If you're not prepared, well then... Amen. Because what's coming, and again, this is, this is God's plan. It doesn't matter who he uses. If he has to raise up a Nebuchadnezzar or Belshazzar, he'll do that and bring him, up from the, bring him up from the south and bring him down from the north just to show, you know, that God is God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Amen. So when I read Matthew chapter 24, this is important. This is not Bible trivia. This is not a game to see who can quote so many more verses than the next guy or who can find a certain passage the, fast, the fastest. Played those games in Sunday school. This is not Sunday school. This is life. Hallelujah. This is decisions that you and I make that decide our future eternally. Amen. Not just the plans for today. Amen. Eternal plans. This is what we're deciding today. This is what that word of God that you have in your hands today Will make you that will allow you to make the right choice to be and to be prepared. This is not meant to scare you. This is meant to prepare you. It's what Jesus said when you read it in Matthew twenty-four. Be ready. Hallelujah. Are you ready? Amen. Are you ready? Amen. Say ready for what? The second coming of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. It's mentioned in the Bible probably two, three hundred times, probably a little bit more than three hundred times. It's referred to in the Bible prophetically. And it's coming. Hallelujah. But thank God for prophecy because it gets me ready. Hallelujah. Are you ready? Praise his holy name. Let's get into the book of Revelation. We're going to start. Hallelujah. Get your Bibles. Revelation chapter 13. And I know I'm kind of starting in the middle. Revelation 13. And there's a reason for it. I might not get into, it'd be next week probably where I will jump back to the beginning, but I want to start in the middle because of one of the verses, the last verse I'm going to read in this chapter. We're going to see what, what you and I need today. And as we progress, as I mentioned, this will probably take two, three weeks, so don't miss, hallelujah, this, these teachings. Some, some of you listening and some of, the, some of my friends and that, that 
they're still not listening, but by faith one day maybe. You know, they've asked me how these events shall unfold. And as I mentioned, everything that leads back to what Jesus said to be ready. So I'm not going to sit here. If you expect me to sit there and say the Antichrist is the Pope or it's going to be the German guy or the Chinese guy or the French guy or the guy, I don't care who, or if it's the president or if it's the prime minister, that, that, that's not the point. There's, there's some details. We don't know the specific details of some of these events that are going to take place, but what is critically important, what is the priority is as I said, everything we learn, it's going to go right back to Matthew 24, 30, 44, where Jesus says, be ready. So are you ready? Because if it's the German, when I was growing up, it was the Ayatollah, then it was Khomeini, whatever his name is, Khomeini, and then it was, uh, I forget the names because they're all, they're dead long gone. But all of a sudden, when some mean, nasty guy up, and there was South Korean, what was ever his name, so, you know, it's always, you know. People have been picking on the Pope for all these years. He's the Antichrist, and he's the, he's the one, and it's coming from out of, the, out of the dust, out of the ashes of, of Germany or out of the ashes of Japan and Spanish flu, Chinese flu. We have all kinds of... It's all, every nation is implicated, and somehow... I don't, like I said, I don't care if he's a Quebecer. That's not the point. Because whoever it is, whoever it's going to be, we're going to read it, a little bit of that description, and behold another beast... Revelation 13, verse 11. Behold another. Now, wherever that beast is, whatever, whatever nationality, I'm going to be ready. Hallelujah. Long before he shows up, because I'm not around. In Revelation chapter 13, I'm not around. And I beheld another beast coming up out of the earth. Revelation 13, verse 11. And he had two horns like a lamb, and he spake as a dragon. And he exerciseth all the power of the first beast before him and causeth the earth and them, that, and them which dwell therein to worship the first beast whose deadly wound was healed. So it looked like he was going to die, but then he gets healed, is the King James word. And he doeth great, and he doeth great wonders so that he maketh fire come down from heaven on the earth in the sight of men. Everybody gets to see this. Every man, every woman, they're going to see this sign and wonders. Great wonders, verse 13. And he doeth great wonders makes fire come down from heaven. And what does this do? It deceives them, verse 14, and deceiveth them that dwell on the earth by the means of these miracles which he had power to do in the sight of the beast, saying to them that dwell on the earth that they should make an image to the beast which had the wound by a sword, and now he lives, and he did live. And he had power to give life unto the image of the beast that the image of the beast should both speak and cause that as many as would not worship the image of the beast should be killed. And he causeth all, both small and great. Verse 16 is important. I've, touched, I've brought this verse out in teachings before because there's no escape. No one escapes. If you're still around in Revelation 13, you're, you're in the thick of it. That's why I said I'm kind of starting in the middle. We're going to read, I'm going to read a couple of verses just trying to lay, because it's complicated, just trying to lay us out where we are as far as time is concerned. I'm going to read a couple of verses in Revelation chapter 3 when I bring this message today to a close. If you begin reading Revelation chapter 4, that's for you and I. Ready. In every aspect. Jesus gave us a parable of 10 bridesmaids, and they were, how shall I say, Good bridesmaids, because they were virgins. So they weren't messed up. And he gives us this parable 
by saying they were, as they waited, as they awaited for the bridegroom, he didn't show up till, till a midnight hour. It was very late. And five were ready, and he said they called them what, the wise virgins, but then there was five foolish virgins that they weren't, they weren't ready. And, and as Jesus is teaching on these on the foolish virgins, thank God for the five wise. We have examples from the wise. We have also examples from the five foolish virgins. Look at what they were missing. Like, in what way were they not prepared? It's not because they forgot all their baggage. It's not because they weren't dressed right. They had the dress on. They were bridesmaids. It's all the fancy dressing and the train and the veil and whatever. However your imagination wants to work, that's bridesmaids. But what were they missing? The oil in their lamp. They were missing the light. And they tried to get some help, and the five wise, they said, no, if we give it to you, then we're all out. Go get your own. So they went. They came back prepared, but they came back too late. Listen, God doesn't play games. This is not games. This is your soul. Like I said, this is not meant to scare you. This is meant to prepare you. They weren't missing a whole bunch of things. It's not that they forgot what was old, what was blue, what was new, what was whatever. I don't know. I'm the groom. I don't have to go through all that kind of stuff. So They were missing one thing. Just the, the oil in their lamp. Their lamps weren't working. The light. His name is the light. One thing, that's all they were missing. It's not that they didn't have lamps and then they didn't have oil because they didn't have lamps. They had lamps. The lamps were empty. Thank God I can come into the house of God. My brothers and sisters, we come together today to get some oil, some fresh oil in my lamp. Hallelujah. If you have to stick your finger inside the lamp, come out and say, yeah, I got some oil. Amen. Stick your spiritual finger down. Amen. Check your heart. Check your mind. Check your soul. Hallelujah. Check your vessel. Amen. Vessels meet for the master's use. Check your vessel. Make sure there's oil. Hallelujah. The light of this world, his name is Jesus Christ. Because you don't want to end up in Revelation chapter 13. And he has caused, verse 16, all, whether you be small, great, rich, or poor, free or bound, all of them receive a mark in their right hand or in their foreheads, so that no man might buy or sell save he that had the mark or the name of the beast or the number of his name. Now, this message is timely because we are kind of going through a pseudo-exercise, if you would, almost as if a trial run-through of what I just read. Because if I want to go buy, I needed to buy a, a connector for an octagon box for, to do some electrical a couple of days ago. In order for me to buy, I had to put on a mask. And you're saying, well, why, how is this similar? Well, 
Mask, Mark. Take away the R from Mark and put in an S, you got a mask. Doesn't take much. That's how close we are. We're like one letter away. But thank God when I walked out of the store, I can take off the mask and then go about my business. Hallelujah. The mask, you can put it on and you can buy and sell, then you can take it off in your house or take it off wherever we're allowed to take it off. Amen. Thank God I'm in God's house. Not required to wear one. Praise God. As long as my brother's two meters away, I can take it off. But the mark, amen, you're not going to be able to, if you accept that mark, you're done. You're marked for all ever. Thank God, like I said, today to buy and sell, put on a mask, take off the mask, or rather put on a mask, take off a mask. But once you get this mark to buy or sell, and this technology, it's evolving, it's there. This biometric technology, whatever it's going to take, however they're going to mark us, to be identified as someone who is compliant, as someone who will worship a talking idol. That's what we just finished reading. They can put up or make a, an image of the beast that can talk. And everybody, when it says here, they did these things, verse 14, and deceived them. Thank God, amen, that spirit that is in me won't allow me to be deceived, won't allow me to be seduced. Amen, I'm not going to live through verse chapter 13. I'm going to give you some examples of how God treats his people. I got two more verses to read. No man might buy or sell, say that he had the mark or the name of the beast or the number of his name, verse 17. Verse 18, here is wisdom, period. Thank God today as I teach on this, as we read this, as we come together, we get some wisdom. Amen. I know in this verse it goes to a specific detail, but there's a reason why it says here is wisdom, period. Today you're getting wisdom. Hallelujah. To be prepared. Amen. Wisdom so you don't miss the mark. Hallelujah. Because I press toward the mark. Amen. I don't want the mark of the beast. I press toward the mark for the prize of the high calling of my Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. I'm not going to be left behind to take some beast mark, some mark that comes from a man or from a woman, whoever it is going to be. Like I said, doesn't matter. I don't know what nationality they are. Canadian, U.S., Swiss, German, whoever they are. I'm sure back in the day when Hitler was running around doing his things, they probably had some, you know, people saying, oh, Hitler, there's the beast. That's got to be the Antichrist, the Antibeast, or whatever. Close, but no, not him. Whoever he is, doesn't I am going to be ready, and I am, I, and I am ready now. Hallelujah. Praise God. Not running around still looking for my oil, or still looking for something that's missing, or still looking for something I've got to do or should do, or should have done, because it's getting close to that midnight hour. Here is wisdom. Let him that hath understanding. Then we get into a specific detail, but that wisdom that we're getting today, not just the understanding to count the number of the beast, for it is the number of a man, and his number is 603 score and six. And thank God I have more wisdom than that. Amen. I'm not just pointed in that direction saying, well, is that, you know, is that Antichrist? 
If you flip back a dozen pages into 1 John and to the second chapter of 1 John, John who is writing 1 John, near the end of the Bible, not the epistle of John. John's writing to the little children. Chapter 2, verse 18, he says, little children, it is the last time. We're getting near to the end. This is what he's saying. It is the last time. And as ye have heard that Antichrist shall come, even now there, there are many Antichrists. And that's why I can write to you that this is the last time. Whereby we know that it is the last time. Hallelujah. We're going to get back into Matthew. We're going to find out where Jesus talks about our last day. And then he talks about our last hour. Go back to Matthew chapter 12, uh, 24 rather. We read verse 44, but back up to verse 39. I'm going to repeat verse 44 because it's important. Now look at what Jesus lays out before he gets to verse 44. He leads up to verse 44. That's why I said this teaching that we're going to get today, next time I preach or teach, next Sunday, whenever it is, Amen. All this teaching, it's going to lead us. Amen. Where this, it, 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 it directs us to verse 44. Therefore, be also ready. As I mentioned, some of you are saying, I, you know, I'm not sure of how, you know, what's day one, day two, day three, how these events line up and such. And, and um, it's, a, it's a good question. It's a fair question because even the disciples had the same question. They said, Jesus, you know, fill us in, man. You got the inside scoop. And Jesus was there saying, oh, wait a sec now. He says, I don't even know the hour. But he says, I'll, 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 I'll tell you what I do know. So we pick up this discourse in Matthew chapter 24, verse 39. And he says, I'll, I'll tell you what. He says, I can't tell you the day or the hour. Can't point it on the calendar. We've had people that have tried and failed miserably. Um... But let's go by what Jesus has to say. And he says, now, he says, verse 39, Matthew 24, and knew not until the flood came. He's talking about the days of Noah. You can go ahead and read this in Genesis uh, chapter 7, chapter 8. He says, now, these people, he says, they knew not until the flood came. So, Jesus tells Noah and I want you to look at, this is, this is going to prove the mercy of God. And this is why I said God has chosen you. Because Moses, or rather, sorry, Noah was chosen because he was a righteous man. And God tells Noah, Noah, you're going to need an ark. And this is what it's going to look like. And this is how you are going to build it. Because it's going to rain. It's going to what? Because the example that we have in the Old Testament, they had never seen rain before. The second coming of Jesus. In the clouds with the shout. Sound of the last trump. Never happened before. Doesn't make a difference. Two different events. Very similar. They knew not until the flood came. And the flood took them all away so shall also the coming of the Son of Man be. So when you read, say, what's it going to be like? Well, go ahead and read Genesis chapter 7, chapter 8. Find out what it was like. What was it like? Well, I'm glad you asked. Continual evil. 
Amen, brother? Couldn't go to sleep without thinking, how can I do more evil? How can I do more evil? Couldn't wake up with saying, okay, now I remember what I thought last night, how to do more evil. This is what the Bible says. In their tongue, given in marriage, parties, revelings. It was nonstop. And God says, done. Done with all this. I'm done with men and women. Not done with the earth. There's a few differences. Because God sent the floods, destroyed men and women, didn't destroy the earth. Now, at the second coming of Jesus, God is not going to be flooding the earth. He's going to be burning the earth. It's going to be a fiery consumption, as the Bible says. Same God, just a different... I'm trying to be... Like I said, this is not meant to scare you, so I'm trying not to scare you, but... He's going to be taking care of it with a different method, a different way of doing things. And who are we talking about? Who sent the floods? Amen. Some of you know me. Some of you have known me for years and years. Um, 40 years, some of you know me. I, I never was that end time prophet of doom and gloom preacher and the anti I've never touched these things before it's not like I said the point be ready get saved hallelujah that's that's the that's the point I never preached this now, I'm not going to start now that's not that's not the point we're going to look at some of these things but if there's any doom and gloom when you look at this thing is God the, the, I don't know what Lucifer Lucifer was doing the evil and inspiring and all the distractions and you know the sowing the seed of sin into the hearts and minds of all these people. But God sent the flood. But because of a righteous man, God made a, a, a way out for him, if you would. God gave him salvation through the ark. You and I, we have salvation through Jesus Christ. Amen? I'm going to find a verse. I had to find it in French. I should have marked it. Let me get my Bibles here. In 2 Peter chapter 3, I'm going to read this verse before we, um, uh, let me get this chapter, book, 2 Peter chapter 3. Some of you that were here this afternoon, it was a verse, verse 9 or 10? Verse 9, 2 Peter, if some of you can throw that up in the, uh, in the comment section. The Lord is not slack concerning his promise, a son men count slackness, but his long-suffering to us word. Okay, now keep that in mind. And go back to Noah. God puts his plan into motion. Moses, uh, rather Noah starts building. And I'm sure Noah was glad that it didn't start to rain 10 years in. Noah, hurry up. God is not slack concerning his promise, but his long-suffering. Come on, Noah, it's been 50 years. I can't take it anymore. There's still corruption. There's still perversion. There's still evil continually on their minds. Hurry it up. I don't see that. Amen? See, why are you bringing this up? Because when you're in Revelation and we're dealing with Sudden destruction. God is going to use a different method, but he's going to clear out a few things. You and I, 
We have a way out, and his name is Jesus. We don't have to be there. I'm not going to be the one under the water. I'm going to be the one floating on top of the water. Amen? Go back to Noah. It says, and they knew not until the flood came, and it took them all away. It took them all away. Who was taken away? Yeah, I know all, that's a good answer. Somebody yelled out all. But who was taken away? The unprepared. If they were all unprepared, well, then they were all taken away. But who is taken away? The unprepared. Are you prepared? Be ye therefore ready. Are you ready? That's what Jesus said. Be ready. Amen. Two, three, ver two, three, four verses from now, Jesus says, be ready. He's leading up to the conclusion. He's leading up to the, to the, I don't know what to say, to the slam dunk. Therefore, be ye also ready. Were they prepared? Go back to verse 39, the days of Noah. Were they prepared? They perished. Were they prepared? Who perished? Did God take care of Noah? And then Noah didn't wake up one morning and his mattress was floating. It doesn't say Noah had to swim to the ark. Oh, I got to get going. I got to get going. Did God take care of Noah? And seven other people that followed him into the ark and all the animals? We sit there sometimes saying stubborn old mule. And I won't use the old King James Version word for that. Keep it PG. God didn't have trouble with the stubborn old mule. They came two by two, male and female. But Noah's neighbor didn't show up till it was too late. Door was closed. Water up to their knees. Oh man, that old man, a hundred years, walking by every day, wherever they were from, I'm sure word got around. They meant word gets around. And people, they, they sometimes, they remember certain things. They don't, they're not, still not ready. The preaching of the word was, amen, it's gone forth. Jesus Christ has come. God has sent into this world. Thank God Jesus was sent. Jesus came. Amen. This time God sent. He waited for Noah. So I go back to Noah, 75 years. Come on, Noah. God, I'm all by myself. Amen. The laborers are few. It's only me. The ark is big. The ark is plenty. The harvest is plenty, but the laborers, come on, God. 80 years, 85 years, was God good for Noah? Someone say, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Amen. The Lord is not slack concerning his promise. Noah, it's going to rain. Yeah, whatever, is what the neighbors would say. Hey, Noah, you've been preaching that for five years. You've been preaching that for 20 years. Amen. Church has been on Notre Dame Junction Corner for 30 years, is it? 31 years? Or am I out? Is it 40? This one, 40? This one, where are we 40 years, this one's been on the corner since 1979, preaching the same thing. Some of you tuning in, listening to me, saying, he's been preaching the same thing. Watch at the end, he's going to pray, he's going to try to get people to decide to, to, to receive Jesus Christ. That's right, as many as received him, he gave them power to be the sons of God. Hallelujah. And once I am received, once God has chosen me, he's going to take care of me. Noah, I know God didn't tell Noah to take his time, but 100 years, that's, anyways. 
But listen to how Peter gives us the Lord is not slack concerning his promise, as some men, as some people count slackness, but is long-suffering to us-word. Hallelujah. Someone make personalizers say, he's long-suffering to me-word, towards me. Amen. At home, say, towards me. Because had Jesus come last year, had Jesus come five years ago, had Jesus come 30 years ago, 40 years ago, some of you sitting there going, uh-oh. But because he was long-suffering, he made a choice that we can not only have heard that call, but have answered that call to be chosen of God. We can be found within the will of God today. Praise God. Prepared for whatever else is to come. Amen. If God needs to use an ark, there'll be an ark ready for me. Hallelujah. How, whatever it takes. Jesus gives us some more good news. Matthew chapter 24, verse 40. Then shall there be two in the field. One shall be taken, the other left. Hallelujah. Be prepared to be taken. Be prepared to be taken. There's two women. Verse 41. They shall be grinding at the mill, making flour, going about cooking, whatever it is, baking. One shall be taken and the other left. Are you ready to be taken? Amen. I'm leading up to the second coming of Jesus. We're not going to get there today, but we're all waiting. Three days ago, I said, we're not the ones, and we're not sitting there, we're not going to sit there and watch and wait for a, a ball to drop. Count backwards, 10, 9, 8, 7, 6. I'm not going backwards. Amen. We came together December 31st into the 1st of January, we came together watching and waiting for the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ who shall come back a second time and this time without sin. Praise God and he shall, amen. It, the Bible says we shall be caught up. The dead in Christ shall rise first and they, those that remain in it shall be caught up. Hallelujah. Praise God. Blessed be the name of the Lord. I've said this before. I was have not been able to say that at every funeral that I've taken, but I've said this before. Would that Jesus comes right in the middle of a funeral so I could be standing there and the dead in Christ would be laying in front of me, sister so-and-so or brother so-and-so. This way, I'd get to see the resurrection of the dead and then I'd get to be caught up, twinkling of an eye, just right after I get to see. Hallelujah. Praise God. Heard one sister said, she says, I hope I'm dead because she says, I want to be raised up from the dead. I want to be, I'm sitting there going, I don't know. I've, however state, whether you be dead or alive, you better be ready. It, you be, if you're going to be dead, be dead in Christ. Amen. I mean, this is what Jesus' disciples came. I don't know if this was a loaded question, but they were getting the answer. Going all the way back. He says, well, let me tell you how God took care of Noah and God took care of the sinners. Then he says, but know this. Matthew 24, verse 43. Here is wisdom. That's how John the Revelator wrote it in, in chapter 13. And Jesus, he, he's saying the same thing. He says, here's, know that I want you to know this. Hallelujah. Thank God for knowledge. Amen. From Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Anything that exalted itself against the knowledge of God, against the, what we receive from the scriptures, the Bible teaches us to cast it down. Hallelujah. 
And we have to cast down more things that we hear than more thing, than, than that we don't. That we have to cast out. There's more things needed to be cast down than there are not. Because so much of what we hear is deception, deceptive lies, contrary to the word of God. So Jesus says, but know this. He says, if the good man of the house had known. Now those of you who are listening to me, it's not that you had you known. You know because you've read these scriptures, you've heard me read it, so now you are in the know. Someone say, I'm in the know. I know it. Amen. Because Jesus said, now, had the good man of the house, had he known in what watch the thief would have come, he would have, he would have watched. But he didn't know, and he wasn't watching. And would not have suffered his house to be broken. Up. But know this, that if the good man of the house had known in what watch the thief would come, he would have watched and would not have suffered his house to be broken up. Are you watching? Amen. I'm at home. Are you watching? Then we get to the first verse I read. This is my text, and it's going to be my text for the next two, three weeks. Therefore, be ye also ready, for in such an hour as ye think not, the Son of Man cometh. Are you ready? I'll ask you that question. Are you ready? Hallelujah. You know, it's good to be ready. Because if you're ready, you know you're ready. Amen. Picture the 12 disciples around the table. We had communion on Sunday, uh, two, three nights ago, rather. There was Some of you had communion. The 31st for us was communion. It was the new year already. We had communion in the new year. Thank God for the new year. Praise God. For some of you lagging behind in Saskatchewan and Alberta and Winnipeg well, or Manitoba, well, praise God. Thank God for communion. Amen. Thank God for our service that we had. Praise God. My phone's been ringing. My texts has been coming in. People were blessed by communion, blessed by the preaching of the word of God. Let's give God some glory. Hallelujah. Praise God. Amen. Some of you didn't make it. Said we didn't make it, Lincoln. Fell asleep, but we're listening to it now. Hallelujah. First of the first of the some of you made it. I was reading the comments. I didn't get to sleep till I turned my light off was after 5:30 in the morning because there's over 600 comments to read in the English. And I'm looking at all my brothers and sisters, those of you listening, praise God, you stuck with us. Hallelujah. I stopped preaching at 2 in the morning shortly after 2, but that's like 3.30 Newfoundland time. Praise God. Amen. God will honor. Hallelujah. I've been praying for you for the past two days for recovery and rest. And, but God honors that, those sacrifices. He does. Praise God. Amen. Some of you gave your offerings. You insist, here's the, my last offering of 2020. Amen. Saturday, your offerings were coming in from all over different parts of this country and put them in the basket and we prayed for them. Amen. When I went home, there was the first offerings of the new year were coming in. Amen. Sister sent a message saying, this is my first offering of 2021. Less than 24 hours earlier, she, this is my last offering of 2020. Amen. Hallelujah. My brother and sister sent in an offering. This is my 
Amen. This is our, our first offering of the year. Hallelujah. Praise God. Good things in store for us. Amen. Look how God took care of Noah. Hallelujah. Let's talk about Lot. Amen. God gets ready to destroy Sodom and Gomorrah and the five cities, that whole surrounding area, that whole valley, which is still a devastated, sandy desert of nothing growing. Amen. When God did it, it was permanent. Amen. Was God good to Lot? Smarten up, Lot. You got to leave. Yeah, yeah. Whatever. When that angel came down, it was fun. You're leaving right now. Now. You had to follow me, take him by the hand, and just drag him out of that. You know, come on, let's go. The wrath of God is about to be poured out, and unfortunately, you're in the wrong place. Come on. Amen. Was there a way out for Lot? Was there a way out for Noah? Was there a way out for one of those men in the field? Was there a way out for one of those women that were grinding? Amen. My way out is Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Lord and Savior of my life. Amen. Are you ready? Prophecy that prepares. That's the title, and this is what we're going to be looking at. Hallelujah. A little bit of homework you can go read. I mentioned, I think I mentioned, I want to make sure you read Revelations chapter 3, chapter 4. As I said, we jumped into chapter 13 kind of in the middle, but just to give you, say, this is what you want to avoid. Get yourself ready. Hallelujah. Here's something interesting. Revelation chapter 3, verse 22. As I said, most of us, we can read Revelations chapter 1, chapter 2, chapter 3, and it's all good. Glory, glory, hallelujah. And then we get into Revelation chapter 4 and then chapter 5. It's like, uh-oh. Praise God. So by the Spirit of God and asking the Spirit of God for some help. For the past few weeks, some of you have been asking me for some help to understand and this is what I came up with, Revelation chapter 3, verse 22. This verse is the last biblical message given to the churches in your Bible, in my Bible. And listen to what it says. He that hath an ear, let him hear what the Spirit saith Unto the churches. What have you been listening to? Or what have you heard the past hour? Over an hour probably now. I don't know what time it is. The last, and this is, I mean, thank God for the word. Thank God for Jesus Christ. This is the last message given to the churches. And he says, he that hath an ear, let him hear what the Spirit saith unto the churches. So what are we going to do? When Jesus said, I want you to be ready, what does that mean you're doing? Getting ready. Making sure you're ready. Amen. Don't forget what we read. In Matthew... Therefore be ye also ready, for in such an hour as you think not. Don't know the hour. And what is the Spirit saying to the churches? He that hath an ear, let him hear 
what the Spirit saith unto the churches. Unfortunately, most churches have been closed for a few months. Something wrong somewhere. Thank God we can come together, two or three gathered in my name. Jesus said, I shall be in their midst to be of that church that he builds. Amen. To be of that church that Jesus builds. Upon this rock, I shall build my church. Amen. The last message given to, to the church. That's why I said that. That's Revelation 3. Then you begin reading Revelation 4, Revelation 5, Revelation 6. If you haven't read it for a while, read it this week. Amen. I know in the last chapter of Revelation, the word church, if some of you Googled and say, no, 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 the word church shows up one time after that, but there's no message to the church. It's kind of a summary, verse 16 in Revelation chapter 22. I, Jesus, have sent mine angel to testify unto you these things in the churches. Once you get to Revelation 22, it's all been said and done. In Revelation chapter 2, chapter 3, the message to the churches. They had time to hear and they had time to rectify, to change, reconcile, get right with God. And there's still time for you today. I'm going to pray with you in a few minutes. I want you to make that decision. And from Revelation chapter 3, verse 22, all the way to Revelation chapter 22, verse 16, the church is not mentioned anymore. We're on our own. Like I said, once you get to Revelation 22, it's done. Chapter 13 is done. Chapter 16 is done. Chapter 4, the second coming of Christ, it's done. But we have a way out. And I want you to be prepared today. I, Jesus, have sent my angel to testify unto you these things in the churches. I am the root and the offspring of David and the bright and the morning star. Thank you for Jesus today. Hallelujah. Because when I look at what's coming, amen, I, I, I don't know what... Well, I'll never be able to know. I mean, I've gone through renovations. I've renovated church building after church building after whatever. And I get weary. Some of you are listening to me. You know what I'm talking about. Besides your own family and besides your own jobs and businesses that you ran, you were, I was going to say you were by my side, but I was by, I was by your side. You were doing plumbing and you were doing electrical and, you were teaching me plumbing, teaching me electrical, you know, way back in the day. And, and I'm sure every once in a while, it, you just, it was weary, weary on the flesh. And I don't know, after 100 years of building the ark by faith, still didn't know what rain looked like. I'm sure Noah had a weary moment or two or three or four in 100 years. But then when the rain did come, this is what we're reading today, where Jesus says, I'm coming back. I'm going to show up like the floods that came. And they didn't know it. They didn't see it coming until it was too late.
Amen. Too late. Noah was a good man. Noah, I'd open up the door, but I didn't close it. I can't open it. People that got to the door too late. God is still in the, in the choosing mood, if you would. I'm going to go back to 2 Peter chapter 3. In verse 8, it says, but beloved, he says, be not ignorant of this one thing. He said, one day with the Lord is as a thousand, and a thousand, as a thousand years, and a thousand years is as one day. The Lord is not slack concerning his promise. Peter says, I, I don't want you to, I want you to be aware of this, for therein lieth wisdom. It's coming. How can you be so sure? Because as I mentioned, there's so much prophecy in this book that's as it unfolds, as it is coming to pass, it's coming to pass, as thus saith the Lord. So I'm not willing to risk my eternity. I'm not willing to risk my eternal life on some doubt or on some lack of patience, impatience possessing your souls, waiting for it, waiting for his arrival, knowing that it is coming because God says it shall surely come to pass. So it will. And as I've mentioned, probably three quarters of the prophecy in this, that we have of all the prophecies that we have written in this book, over three quarters has come to pass. Not much left. Say, so are we three quarters of the way there? I don't know. I don't know if you can divide it up that way. But all I know is God speaks, comes to pass. Hallelujah. Give me two minutes and I'm going to pray. If you need to decide, two minutes. If you feel that tug, that whatever in your heart, body, soul, mind, that God is calling you, that God is making your choice, don't put it off. Like I said, you just don't show up on your own time and say, oh yeah, well here I am. Too late. Shortly before the midnight, oil, midnight hour, you ran out of oil. You got to run around, got to try something, get back to church. Call your brother. Uh-oh, he's not answering the phone. Call the church. Call the pastor. Uh-oh, there's no answer. What does that mean? Y'all been left behind because Jesus is coming. You were not ready. Therefore, be ye ready. Matthew 24, verse 44. I'm going to pray in one minute. What is God's promise? That Jesus Christ is going to come. Take us off this earth before the devil gets to do what he wants to do and just destroys everything. And this is what we're going to begin to look at. 42 months, and then another 42 months, it just gets worse and worse. But he is long-suffering to us, word, back to Peter's writing, not willing that any should perish. That's why I want to pray, so that you will not perish. God is not willing that you perish, but that you shall come to repentance. You need to repent. In your sins, you need to repent right now. In 10 seconds, I pray, decide. Call upon God and say, Lord God, be merciful unto me, a sinner. 
Seven most powerful words in the English language. God, be merciful unto me, a sinner. You put those seven words together and form that phrase, very powerful, life-saving, life-changing, life-altering. God, be merciful unto me, a sinner. My brothers and sisters, begin to pray with me. You've invited, we don't know who, your family, your neighbors, your friends, your children, your grandchildren. I'm going to pray. Hallelujah. As we start this brand new year, souls are coming. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Listening to me, if you're sitting in front of me, praise God. Don't leave. Don't turn this program off without repenting of your sins to be ready for the coming of Jesus Christ. Heavenly Father, in Jesus' name, you see the hearts and the minds of people right now. Not rejecting, but willing to receive. As many as received him, he gave them power. We need this power. The gospel of Christ, which I've been preaching for the past few minutes, is the power of God unto salvation. For therein lieth the righteousness, your righteousness. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. That we won't be left behind. We won't be under the waters. Destroyed by the... When your, when your vials of wrath are poured out upon this earth... Hallelujah. Thank God for Jesus Christ. Savior, because we have come to this knowledge. And as we grow in it today, praise God. I thank God you've made a, a way for us. These scriptures that we looked at today, we can see the urgency. Our time is limited. Thank God for those, those of us today that have made this decision, but there are some that haven't. It's our wife, it's our husband, our children, grandchildren. Haven't seen them for a while. Uncle, aunt, neighbor, the boss, or the employees. Lord, we pray in Jesus' name. If there's one right now within the sound of my voice that's repenting, saying, God, I repent. I know I'm a sinner. I'm repenting of my sins. Pardon, pardon. Asking for forgiveness. As your word teaches us, Lord, you will, you will forgive them. By the blood of Jesus Christ, their sins are washed away in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Sin is done away with. Unrighteousness is done away with. In Christ, we are a new creature. Hallelujah. But Lord, I pray today that we are doing everything we need to do to be ready. Thank God for my brothers and sisters who are ready and will be ready and remain ready until Jesus comes. Whatever hour, Lord, we don't know. Whatever time of day it is, right down to the hour, we don't know the hour. Hallelujah. But we're ready. In Jesus' name. That person repenting of their sin right now, make them ready. Wash them. Remove that heart of stone and give them that heart of flesh. Begin to write on it your precepts, your ordinances, your commandments, that they may become doers of your word, justified. Hallelujah. Obedient in the name of Jesus. Praise God. Thank God, amen, for that person repenting right now in Jesus' name. Those of us who have come to repentance, thank God. Hallelujah for salvation. Thank God for the ark. Thank God for the angel. Thank God for salvation. Thank God for his son, Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Greater than the ark. 
Praise God. Greater than the angel, greater than the temple. Praise God. Salvation. Sal Savior of my soul. Thank you, Jesus. Praise God. Pray with me. I repent of my sins. If you need to repent, I repent of my sins. That means I'm sorry. God, I'm not going to go back and keep on smoking, keep on doing drugs, keep on fornicating, keep on adulterating, and keep on whatever it is that you're repenting of. It stops today. In the name of Jesus, power right now. Power to become a son. Power to become a daughter of God. In the name of Jesus. Sin stops in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. From this day forward, let the worst thing come upon us. We work out our salvation with fear and with trembling. Hallelujah. Thank God I'm in for this person right now saying, Lord, be merciful unto me, a sinner. Thank God for my brothers and sisters. Thank God for this word which we have received. It's the way we're going to start the year. Who knows? Maybe this is the last year we've got. Maybe 2021 is the end of it all. We don't know. But Lord, I pray that each and every one of us be ready. I pray that each and every one of us be ready, Lord, in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Thank God for this year. I bless the days to come. Prosperity, health, protection from COVID-19, protection from COVID-20. Whatever it is, protect us. And I thank God, amen, for the blessing that we have. No use to be blessed when we're not ready, Lord. That's why I preach this message at the start of this year. Praise God that we be ready, ready, ready. Jesus is coming. Behold, I come quickly. It's the promise that he has given us. And I pray that my brother and my sister, everyone listening to the sound of my voice, be ready from this day on, from this day forward. Ready, ready, ready. Hallelujah. Jesus said it, therefore, hallelujah, be also ready. And I'm just repeating it and repeating it, and I'll repeat it till Jesus comes in Jesus' name. But I give God, I give you all the glory, Lord, because I know there's people being readied right now because of the anointed preaching of this word of God. They're readying themselves, their children, their husband, their wives, their family. Hallelujah. As for me and my house, praise God. For every household across this nation, as for me and my house, Thank you, Jesus. Praise God. Thank God once again for this assembly that we've had, this opportunity. In the name of Jesus, 2020, so it was. We gathered together 52 times in that year. Hallelujah. We're ready to go through it again because you are with us. You shall never leave us. You shall never forsake us. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. I leave my brothers and sisters with this promise. Amen. Hallelujah. The God whom we serve and his son shall never leave us nor forsake us. Hallelujah. Floods come, fires come, whatever it is. When Jesus comes, hallelujah. If we're not dead in Christ, we shall be caught up after the dead in Christ. Praise God. And they that shall remain shall be caught up. Thank you, Jesus, for that day. Hallelujah. Ready? Praise God. Ready? Praise God. Ready? Hallelujah. Ready? Thank God for your patience and for your long suffering. Hallelujah. So we can say today we're ready in Jesus' name. Now, Spirit of the living God, amen, I pray that the Word of God will, amen, become the love of the life, amen, of those repenting today, coming to you in Jesus Christ. In the name of Jesus Christ, praise God, the Word of God, amen, shall enter into their life by the Spirit of God, words of Spirit and of life. They'll fall in love with every word. They shall live by it in the name of Jesus, praise God. Sons and daughters of God, unto, unto your kingdom, 
I give you all the praise and the glory for it today. In Jesus' name I pray. Hallelujah. Praise God. Amen. Keep praying with me. Hallelujah. If you prayed with me, if you begin to repent of your sins, this is how it starts. The best decision you've ever made in your life. Amen. I welcome you into the family. Hallelujah. Into the body of Christ. In the name of Jesus, praise God. Amen. To be part of this, part of this blessing that God has, having chosen you. Praise God. If God has chosen you, don't turn your back on it. Don't wait. Call upon the name of the Lord. Praise God. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Call upon him. Amen. For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Hallelujah. If you haven't called on him, call on him. Rewind this five minutes because I pray so that as you call upon him, as you answer that call, that choice that God has for you in your life, for you and your children, to change your life in Christ Jesus, to be a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things have become new. Praise God. Amen. I'm going to repeat what Jesus said. Therefore, be ye also ready. I want you to be ready. I love you all in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you so much for listening. My name is Lincoln. You're listening to That's the Truth. Be ready, my brothers and sisters. Be ready. Be ready. Be ready. Hallelujah. Well, I trust the word of God has blessed you today. God has given us a generous portion of our daily bread. All the glory be unto God. Someone say, thank you, Jesus. Remember, you can see the video and audio files of this teaching on our YouTube channel, That's the Truth, as well as our Facebook page, Linked with God. Please share these links with your friends and family so that they too can be blessed. This is how you can help me preach the gospel of Christ, salvation for this generation. Stay tuned. There's a lot more of the word of God coming right up. My name is Lincoln, and you're listening to That's the Truth. That's the Truth.